0: Well, a man who spent more time at Vancouver City Hall than just about anyone and was a household name in the city for decades has passed away. Longstanding B.C. politician Do- George Pule passed away at the age of 92. Uh, I found this in our archives, and this is a story from 2008, and it's two former Vancouver politicians, Philip Owen and George Poole, and they were talking about some leaked information about the city's loan to the developers of the Olympic Athletes Village.
1: This uh, was uh, leaked, and it was an illegal thing to do, and uh, they knew that, and it's totally wrong what was done on this issue. It's just unbelievable what they've come yeah. out with and spun this for political gain.
0: Yeah. It's despicable. It's the, it's the lowest type... Of- politician, politics that I've ever encountered in all my years, some 40 years in an elected position. I've never seen anything like this. That uh, was the voice of George Pule. there, uh, the last voice you heard. And talking about his 40 years in politics, and again, that was a clip from 2008. They were both speaking on what was then the Bill Goods show. Well, joining me now to talk more about the legacy of George Pule is Mike Klassen, a current Vancouver City Councillor. Mike, thanks so much for being with us. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. When you think of George Pule and all of the work he did, he was a park board commissioner. He was an 11-term city councilor. What do you think about uh, being his legacy?
1: Uh, well, I think his legacy is one of a um, good governance, which doesn't sound terribly sexy. But at the end of the day, um, we can see what happened when the city isn't run well. And he was uh, a stalwart city councilor. Uh, was in public life for 38 years. And um, had held many major posts as well that I think were very influential. That you know that we benefit from today.
0: Certainly not uh, without some controversy as well. And uh, no politician obviously has people agreeing with everything they do. But he certainly did have a passion for civic politics and a passion for being in that role. Well,
1: he was born in Alberta and but grew up in Vancouver, and like so many of us, he fell in love with the city. And uh, he expressed that in different ways. He uh, he taught at uh, Kitsilano secondary. Uh, there've been students of his that have been posting their comments online of how much they adored. He taught them civics, you know, really how local government works, which you don't really get a lot of these days. And and so he left that legacy. In fact, one of the people who, who chimed in was uh, Deputy Chief Constable Steve Rye from the Vancouver Police Department was one of his students um but yeah I know uh, uh got this uh had this reputation for being kind of irascible and grumpy, and um he would often go after Harry Rankin, who was you know kind of a torchbearer for the left wing on City Council, and they were both really great parliamentarians, so they would go after each other in the Council Chamber, but it said that, that, you know, once the, you know, the the cameras were off, so to speak, you know, they would go back there, and they are quite good friends, and their wives and families would dine together, and so, you know, I think uh, the sport of of, of politics and debate is, you know, what, what our government's all about, and he really represented that.
0: I wanted to share one other clip that I I found, only to show, I think, also the fact that these stories and these issues continuously come up when we're talking about civic politics. And this is, it was actually a Janet Brown story, again, from uh, 2008. uh, And it says, I told you so. That's what former Vancouver Councillor George Puel is saying after hearing TransLink is thinking about a vehicle levy as it looks for ways to save money. It's something Puel was pushing for back in the 90s. then it would have brought in at $75 a vehicle. It would have brought in about $120 million. It was approved by the GVRD, and then the then premier of the province, Yves Delisle, from what I understood from the auditor general, vetoed it. Uh, so not impressed with that then, but that struck out or stuck out to me, Mike, as wow, these issues just keep going around and around.
1: So Puel was in many ways ahead of his time. So he came up with this idea. Now, if I told you, hey, we're going to tax you 75 bucks on your car, people usually kind of go berserk. But if you think about how we're taxing now at the gas pump and what that uh, cost accumulation is over time, and the fact that many vehicles are now going electric and not paying that tax, which some people are really thrilled about, I mean, it just means that we're going to have to find other revenue sources to try and keep uh, public transit uh, going and growing. And so I think Pule was very forward-looking, but, of course, he paid for it dearly. I mean, politically, he was, he was toast at that point. He got voted out of office in 2002, which is amazing that we're talking about him a full 20 years later and, and still, you know, still people having very, really great memories of, of what he did in public office.
0: Well, and again, like you said, a bit ahead of his time bringing out those ideas. But also, I mean, when you look at it as well, and I think that's probably another reason why people respect him so much and have fond memories of, yes, he brought forward ideas perhaps that weren't all that popular, but he still did that.
1: Yeah, he had the reputation for, again, not suffering fools uh uh, gladly but he at the same time he, behind the scenes he was apparently uh, a of good humor and quite mischievous and and a, a good friend to many uh, but uh, i think he put it all out on the on the floor when it came to um you know his public service and and as i said you know he came and, and fell in love with the city and and and, and that really shows and, and to to build a you know from scratch um the the transportation authority and TransLink which is quite unique in its, in its sheer size and, and the scope of the work that it does. Um, it's, it's really um, uh, envied by many other jurisdictions around the world to come here to look at how we did that. So he had a big part of that and uh, was the, the last chair of Metro Vancouver, our regional government as well, which gives you also an impression of how uh, well admired he was across the region.
0: Uh, and when looking back at his life as well, I had completely forgotten that he was also a very celebrated athlete.
1: Yep, he played rugby and football, and he wasn't that uh, big of a guy, So, but he still was. He's now in the, in the BC Sport Hall of Fame as a result of that. And, uh, and, and um, so many people from, from that community uh, remember him for being a really fierce uh, player on the field, and obviously later on became very successful in, uh, in, uh, when he was in city council as, as, as one of the more fierce defenders of the city and its interests as well.
0: And interesting too. You're right because when you think of him and interactions with him, it just I I, again had forgotten that he was a football player and was in the the football Hall of Fame. Uh, Mike, do you think has the civic political life the landscape? Obviously, the landscape has changed. Has has it changed as far as what we expect and get from civic politicians?
1: That's a great question. I, I think social media, they say, has has definitely changed uh, the dynamic of, of public life, but I think you have to um, figure out a way to to make sure that that doesn't overcome you. That you're that you're really being led by evidence and 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 your and your values. And I, I honestly think that uh, politics is is always only as good as the people you've got involved in it. Like with so many institutions. And uh, having people like George there um, made, made our work here and our city better, and I, and I hope that you know, others will follow in his footsteps. He's, he's certainly somebody I greatly admire from, um, from his legacy. I, I didn't know him personally. I got more involved in municipal politics at the time that he was leaving. But um, uh, again, I, uh, we do have some really great people, and I want to be able to sort of support and celebrate them as much as uh, what they do, because some of the work can be very hard.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Mike, for joining us and talking about George Pule and his career. I appreciate your time today.
1: Thank you. My pleasure, Jill. Bye-bye.